Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today is Mesechtas Brachos Perek Beis, Mishnah Dalid, and Mishnah Hey. Mishnah Dalid opens talking about the following halacha. A person is at work. They work high in trees picking fruit or they're on top of a wall. And it comes time to say Krishma. Must they descend, come down from the high place in order to stand on solid and firm ground so that they have proper kavana, proper intention? Or can they remain up in the tree? up on top of that ladder, even though their minds may be a little worried and concerned about being in the precarious situation and they won't have the proper kavana for Krishma. Says the Mishnah, umnim korin ilam. And umnim, someone, a worker, can say Krishma, even though they are standing up high in the tree, they do not have to descend. And so too, obirosha nidbach, on top of a wall. Says the, the Mishnah, when it comes time to for Krishma, one does not have to descend and stand on solid ground. Rather, they can say Krishma from up in the tree. And the reason for that is because Krishma, the assumption is the only part you need to have, the Iker Kavana, the most fundamental part of having Kavana is for the very first line of Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. And if those two seconds, one is able to, to, to vote and have the proper meditation, proper Kavana for that, so then the rest of Krishma, yes, it's important to have Kavana, but it's not as vital, and therefore even though they may be a little concerned, and they may not be fully paying attention because they are worried about standing up so high, they're still Yotze, the mitzvah of Krishma. Therefore, one is allowed to say Krishma even though they're standing up in the tree. However, they must stop what they're doing. They can't continue picking the fruits and say Krishma. Rather, stop for two seconds, have the most maximal amount of kavana, and the rest of Krishma at least try to focus even though you may be sidetracked and distracted by being so high up in the tree. The Shulchan Aruch tells us that this is certainly true when it comes to an umnim, someone who's working for someone else. Because how can you eat? You're not allowed to take away time to descend and stand on the ground and take time when you're being paid by the hour. But it's also true for someone who works for themselves. They're not obligated to descend, to go down to the ground, but rather they're allowed to say it in the tree. Masha'in, Rashain Lasus Kane, Betzvila. However, when it comes time for Tzvila, for Shmona Esrei, one is not allowed to do this. Rather, one needs to go down and stand on solid ground so they can have proper and full kavana. Because tefillah is about tzibusa rachame. We're asking God for mercy. If you're asking God for mercy, you better have full, undivided attention. And you cannot be distracted by standing on top of the tree, and therefore, one has to stand on the ground. I thought perhaps there may be a different reason why there's a difference between tefillah and shema. Where shema, you're allowed to still remain in the tree, but tefillah, you have to come down. And that, you have to turn to Shulchan Aruch, Simen Sadi Aleph, 91. One. The Shulchan Aruch tells us that when it comes time to daven, or say any sort of tzfilah or brachos, one has to at least, by the very least, cover the lower half of their body. Put a towel around their waist, and then one's allowed to make a bracha, for instance. However, when it comes time to Shemona Esrei, there's a unique halacha that it's not enough to just cover the lower half of your body, but you also have to wear a shirt. You have to cover the top half as well. And what is the difference between a bracha and shmon esrei? Whereas a bracha, you can just cover the bottom half, but shmon esrei, you have to cover your whole body. Obviously, of course, it's best to always be properly dressed. But why is shmon esrei different? Says the Mishnabura. Says the Mishnabura. Tzitzarachu liros es atzmo, kilo omi lefnei hamelech umadaber peema. When one is saying davening shmon esrei, they have to see as it, themselves as if they're standing in front of the king and talk out of a fear. When it comes time for brachos and other davening, maybe we're praising God. 
Maybe we are, we are even, before we make a bracha, we're, we're asking for permission to eat a fruit. But when it comes time to Shemun Esu, we're, ple we're ple pleading for our lives. We're standing, talking to God as if we are standing before a king, and therefore we need to have an extra level of an extra, a, a concentration, an extra level of respect, and that's why it's reflected in this, this both this halacha of how we dress and reflected in the halacha of how one must be standing on firm, solid ground, giving God our undivided attention. Mishnah hey, Chosin Potter me Krishma Belaila Rishon Ad Moti Shabbos. Hey, Chosin is Potter from saying Krishma, although we have a daily obligation to say, to say Krishma, as we discussed. A Chosin is Potter because he's he's torrid, he's busy, he's concerned about consummating his marriage, and therefore he has a dispensation from saying Krishma. Imloasamai says from the time of his marriage until Moti Shabbos, which is really four days. That that's that's the code word for four days. We won't get into why that is. Unless he, as long as he has not consummated his marriage. And the reason behind this is the following halacha. The halacha is, Oseik bin mitzvah, pater min ha mitzvah. When we're doing one mitzvah, we are not obligated, or we are given a dispensation for not, to not have to fulfill a second mitzvah that comes our way. So if he is doing the mitzvah, he's torrid, he's busy doing the mitzvah of, of getting married, of consummating his marriage, he does not have to think about, he's does not have the same level of obligation to say Krishma. Maisa, however, there was a story where Rabbi Gamliel Shakar Balal Rishon Ashanasa. Rabbi Gamliel got married, the famous Rabbi Gamliel, and he said Krishma. So Amrlo Talmidov, Talmidim are one, we're bewildered. They say, Rabbi, Lola Mada to Rabbeinu Shachosan Patrimi Krishma Balal Rishon? Didn't you, Rabbi, teach us in Shir just a few weeks ago? We were doing Mishnah Yomi with you? That a chosin is not obligated to say Krishma when he's getting married? Why, Rebbe, did you say, Rebbe Gamliel, did you say Krishma? So Amr Lehen, he said to them, He said to them, you're right. Technically, a chosin is potter from Krishma. But how could I not say Krishma? How could I not be Mekayim and bring on myself Kabbalah's Omachl Shemayim? I want to say Krishma. I want to declare to the world, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. And therefore, although I'm potter, I'm going to volunteer to say it. The Shulchan Aruch points out here, Most people do not have the level of kavana, the level of concentration that one is supposed to have ideally, and therefore, whether they are tarot and they're busy thinking about being a chosin and whatever that entails, or whether they are not, the kavana is not going to be much different, and therefore, nowadays, we assume one still should say Kriyashma, even though they are a chosin. Have a wonderful day.